and welcome back to the part-time otaku podcast my name is grant my name is dave if it's your first time checking out uh we are a anime only podcast uh this season we've been covering my hero academia specifically season five um dave we have finally come to a close to this this arc (laughs) yeah what an interesting first 13 episodes of uh of season five it's been a it's been a weird one I've, you know, it's, it's so funny, like, you know, uh, you know, a, fr- a friend, we were talking with a friend of ours this weekend, you and I, and the, it was just the, the only sentence about it was the pacing's off <laughs> and, you know, and like, yeah. that's, that's just what we've been talking about, you know, and, um, but, but this episode specifically is weirdly my favorite of this, of the season so far, probably just cause I'm so not sour on everything before, but it was just like a, this was the true palate cleanser. I think we had kind of talked about that last week mm-hmm. as being a bit of a palate cleanser. But I think this is the true, like, hey, like, they're setting up some stuff that we've been hungry for, you know, and, and, and this and that. Yeah, last week feels like almost like a weird transitional, almost fillery kind of episode. In retrospect, yeah. This episode has pieces of that, but it also has a theme because, surprise, it's a Christmas episode. I, yeah, that was that, it, totally. But anyway, we're getting too thick in the weeds. Before we, we get right into it, uh, we want to give a shout out to at uh, uh, Salted Beef on Twitter for our Deku thumbnail this week. Again, unreal stuff. Thank you so much for uh, letting us uh, showcase your, your art here. We love Deku and we love beef. Yeah, <laughs> beef. That's all the like beef. where's the beef where's the beef all right so we'll jump right into the synopsis so it's christmas at ua and the class 1a students celebrate with a christmas party while discussing their upcoming work studies um dave i genuinely i don't think i've laughed in a my hero episode as i have this much or uh, before this was like genuine like all the jokes hit yeah (laughs) they had a lot of good jokes they had a lot of good moments and yeah you um you can appreciate these characters and how they can kind of work off of each other Hmm. Um. I really like the cold open. Yes. Shigaraki looks cool. Yeah. He. Yeah. He has. He looks like All Might. I've noticed yeah. this too because they did this with Endeavor at the beginning of the season when they showed like the that recap of um, when he goes plus ultra on the the Nomu up in the sky uh, with Hawks that fight yeah, and just kind of like the way the fire of last season. Yeah, so when the fire covers him and it just like the way it shows the detail of his face and Shigaraki too. I wonder if it's just like the artist's style whenever they're showing like a really, you know, like a big Sakuga moment. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, no, Shigaraki. We have long, long needed him to make an appearance. Oh my God, yeah. yeah, he's been gone doing who knows what, but that was a really cool entrance. He looked like legit scary. He didn't have the hands. Yeah. Um, he's kind of bloodied up. He was drawn differently, like you said. He, and he also looked, like, a little bit older. Yeah. Um, gaunt, the, more gaunt. I guess because we really see his face, right? Yeah. But, well, uh, not completely, but... When's the last time we saw him? Is it when he, like, dismantled Overlord in the street? Overhaul? Yeah, when they, Overhaul, when they, when they snatched up Overhaul. Yeah. I think he... No, it's not... He doesn't show up in the ambulance, I don't think. But there's definitely a conversation he has. It's when he's like bartering with with Overhaul about the serum, and how I think he's trying to get it from them, saying how it's better suited to them. Yeah, but remember, doesn't he destroy Overhaul's arms in the street? Was he there for that scene, or was someone else there for that? Yeah, no, it was him because he disintegrated the guy's arms. 
That's his quirk, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'm, 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 I'm just, uh, I'm just trying to recall that. Yeah, because I guess, yeah, he was there. Overhaul is being transported in, a, in an ambulance, and I'm pretty sure it's the by one ambulance. hero. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, by one hero. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, so it's been a while since we've seen him. He had a really cool return. I was hoping we'd see more of him throughout this episode, mm. but this is a decent sort of tease because it does kind of set up um, this whole deca city explosion and that's a mm-hmm. bit of a theme throughout the rest of the episode yeah they they, they breadcrumb through the rest of the episode like all coming back to, to what we first see here yeah. so that was i thought yeah i really like that that's it's a good way to set up what's to come you know like this is you know it's it just like a little softball you know yeah. like they didn't have to they didn't get us too hyped you know because that would have been unbearable because you know it was like the dob like the dobby stuff the earlier the season like we see those like you know, the, know. the Dobby and the Hawks stuff. What are we doing? What are we doing? You know, like it was just, it just left us salivating. This kind of like, kind of, you know, sets the expectation a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, we know something's coming, but it's not like, oh, like, you, know, you know, we don't need it right now. So it's, but yeah, no, good, good to have Shigaraki back. And then we got Bakugo and Shoto doing a TV interview. Fucking hilarious. The whole, that whole scene was pretty good. Um, I I'm I didn't know I needed that kind of a scene between the two of them, mm-hmm. and I don't like I guess I always knew that like Shoto's voice actor and just even like the way he's written is like written like so straight and just sort of like so deadpan. Yeah, I don't until this episode I don't know if it made me laugh before. As yeah, much, well, you know what I mean. But they really utilize that this episode, and they also really lean into like his. Like, not cluelessness, but just mm-hmm. how, like, you know, he's kind of, he's just, like, he's so straight as an arrow. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, he, you know, and, like, you know, th- there's moments later in the episode, but just, like, his delivery, and it's like, oh, is this, is, have we just been missing this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, has this been there the whole time? I thought he was just quiet, you know? Yeah. And this, this scene sets up, you know, like, he's, you know, he's kind of a little, like, a little stunted a little bit. Not stunted, but you know what I mean? Like, socially yeah. awkward. <laughs> Which is funny because when you say socially awkward, you think of Bakugo. Yeah. And like you just put the two of them together. It's all on the same <laughs> spectrum. <laughs> yeah. Just different ends. Yeah. But definitely still on the spectrum. Um, the classmates are all laughing about the interview. When it cuts to them, like everyone watching the interview and the laughter, it was that was like yeah, that was the perfect way to transition from one to the other. <laughs> But, you know, the newscaster was giving them some props. Like, they, yeah. because, you know, they're referencing, obviously, that, like, action packed scene of the two of them saving people, like, 30 minutes after they got their provisional licenses. So, you know, they got some, some coverage. People um, know that now, because that's, like, yeah. the whole, you know, it's, it's going to sound bad, but, like, there's, like, a weird messaging of propaganda in this episode. And the show uses that a lot. They, they cut to, like, um, you know, this is kind of not really cutting, cutting ahead, but they've always used like TV shots of like you know news reports and stuff like that, and people in the crowds and all that, and you can like just like the hero society and how like you know like the ranking systems and the media, and they 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 hit a lot of that this episode, and I was kind of surprised how potent some of the messaging was, mm. and this was like a good start to set that up, like kind of how Shigaraki and what he did at the beginning is setting up stuff to come. They're also on the villain side. They're also setting it up on on the hero side as well with this interview, and then they just you know it just keeps coming and coming throughout the episode. So this is like a surprise. Even though it's like funny and, ba- and Bakugo is being used like perfection, 
you know, <laughs> you know, like they really, they're, they're really setting up some stuff in this episode. They also, um, the newscaster covers the Deka city attack. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I think like a part of what you're alluding to here is like, there's this weird moment that was like kind of back and forth for me, just about the public opinion, about what heroes are doing right now and how they're doing everything they can, but crime rates are still kind of rising mm-hmm. and how things are just sort of like a bit of a seesaw at the moment, it seems like that. Yeah. Um, it, I went through that moment a couple times and I was like, I don't really know what they're trying to say here. It just felt kind of weird. Um, yeah, I don't know. But then... Well, this, is, this is where I'm ahead. getting stain, stain vibes, you know? Like, this was... And this is, like, not a new thing. We talked about this this season as well. Yeah. This whole, like, the... the just like the public discourse about the heroes and like how they're you know they they go about their daily lives and all and how like they interact with like people and all that like you know and stain being the end of like no like the heroes have been put on a pedestal and like they've taken that to a new level mm-hmm. and you know like that's always been around like that's the lasting the stain you know the stain of stain you know like it, mm-hmm. it's it, it's not going away you know it's this is this is the weird like the the political stuff in the show that i really really like like mm-hmm. you know it's it's not so over the top but it's it's still very well grounded and realistic you know it's but um but i i do get the flip-flopping you're getting at because i feel like earlier in the season they mentioned how like they feel like the hero should be doing more mm-hmm. and then now they're saying they're doing everything they can but like the you know like it's you know it's it's not enough you know like we need we need more help so it's um it's weird like it's like i said that's where i'm getting the propaganda vibe you know, like where they're just trying to keep like the the public at large kind of at bay. You know, like when, no, 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 we got it covered. We got heroes. You know, all this and that. Yeah. So it's interesting stuff to come. Um. Anyway, so we go back to school, and Mount Lady and Midnight show up for a remarkably cringy entrance. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny that happened. Leanna was watching with me, and she goes like, "Is that the same person? Like, how is the, how like no, no, that's two people." Like, Grant's oh. like, I know every inch of their bodies. That's <laughs> yeah. two very different ladies. <laughs> it's shit like that. Like I, people hear me talk like about anime and how great it is at telling stories. And this, yeah. these are just like the scenes that are on TV when people walk in. <laughs> yeah, this is when your dad walks into the room and he's like, "What's wrong, with you, boy?" <laughs> cool, yeah, this is yeah, really great storytelling. You can see. You is that a cartoon? It. It's one of them cartoons you're uh, you're talking about on the phone, on your internet phone calls. I made my dad southern. Anyway, um, so they're there to be guest lecturers for the day, and as it turns out, they're there to help with like media training, which is mm-hmm. like you know right on par with like where this episode starts. And yeah, there's lots of funny moments throughout here. You know, showed up completely bombs his interview. That's like what I was saying at the beginning, and what you said, <laughs> the deadpan stuff. Yeah. What What is? I think it's midnight. Says like, oh, you, I ran into a boy like you. It'd make my heart skip a beat. He's like, do you have heart problems? <laughs> and then he like, you're gonna slay all the ladies. He goes, my smile will kill them. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one that got me. <laughs> oh god. And then, like just him like walking off he goes yes i have like two abilities and just like and you kind of just see like the not the cringiness of it but like just like his own little world that he lives in of him like walking off going yes i have the more passive power you know or controlling or defensive power and then i have my more aggressive one <laughs> it's like it was remind what's um i'm blanking on his name uh, uh is it tokoyami the uh the the dark uh, the bird yeah, dude yeah yeah 100 like how edgy he can be and, and like and Todoroki has little elements of that so it's god 
good stuff. Like I said, when like they went for comedy this episode, and like it all landed. You know, it's it's good stuff. Which is really hard because we've talked a lot about how easy it is to miss, especially in anime. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, like they, I was really pleasantly surprised with that whole scene. Um, after Shoto, yeah, is it more or less? It kind of just then, goes through the class. Yeah, it's. I was just trying to think if there are any major standouts because yeah, everybody kind of goes out, says like their sh- slogan and their um, you know, their hero name. Mm-hmm. Deku gets uh, or Midoriya becomes terrified. Um, so yeah, that was pretty good. Uh, we get the Bakugo stuff, which leads to like just like a and you brought up a really good point a week or two ago about how. They can just abandon storylines and they can just grab them at any time and bring them back. Yeah. I had forgotten about the best genus stuff and how he had, yeah, been, that he had gone thing. missing. And then, you know, that sets up Bakugo and that's clearly either going to be by the end of this season, he's going to have a name or, mm-hmm. you know, or, or something along those lines is going to be a mission to save best genus or, or, or isn't, what you, but. so that happens a little bit later, but while we're on that, isn't best genus dead? Did, wasn't he killed violently by all for one? But I don't like like. Do you remember that? Like in I, that... I vaguely remember. I can't remember if he was, and then he was also like taken away with them. He had like a giant hole in his chest. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I mean, but then again, like in this episode, as they're talking about what you were just mentioning, they they say missing. I was like, what do you, what do you mean missing? You mean like yeah. you're missing how he used to be alive? Because he had a fucking hole punched through him. I don't know. Hmm. Um, but no, it kind of cuts to like Bakugo looking at a news report of him missing. Yeah, so or something know. along those lines. So yeah, just on that scene, it comes up later. But like, I did really love the flashback because all of Bakugo's proposed hero names had murder in them. <laughs> yeah, king mur- like king murder explosion. <laughs> <laughs> I just love he's just like combing his hair. He's just trying to make him look kept, yeah. well kept. But um, and also Mineta has like a ran like a random throwaway line in this whole kind of I, I forget where it's placed, but. You know, and you know, he's just being like creepy because I think he like loves Mountain Lady. They've set that up a few times mm-hmm. in the series. Yeah. Um, but he just like it's like it's just this random throwaway line of like this hero here. All she's ever cared about is her image, and here she is like showing us like. And this is where like the again like not the prop I guess kind of the propaganda thing, but just like they're pointing out that like heroes have to like not be showy anymore. Like mm-hmm. it's like it is on. Like there is some stuff going on that like and that's how they're setting up kind of tying back into the shigaraki stuff mm. you know with like kind of like you know it's you got to really think about it but it's i don't know and minette is really good for like random little throw away throw away lines like that it's like yeah he is yeah. you just kind yeah. of throw something at him when you need a piece yeah. of exposition or like a random note to throw it into a scene yeah um so in i this was a bit of a clumsy scene imo mm. but but um so deku's getting interviewed Matoria's getting interviewed he does his like thing where he starts rambling. Midnight is like you're weird, but then he has this internal monologue, and everybody's like wondering aloud about his new quirk mm. and whether or not he can control it. So like they've kind of just gone back and forth on this whole thing. We've talked about it, but it, it's clear that the show wants to address it, right? Like they want the audience to be on the same page as Midoriya, mm-hmm. and that page is that, like, he may have overcompensated and called it too early, and he, he thinks he might be able to control Black Whip mm. slowly. Like, you know, just like he's built up sort of a tolerance or an ability to control his original quirk. Yeah. 
Um, he thinks he'll be able to do that with Black Whip as well. So there's this like really long scene about him thinking about that and rationalizing that and then like testing it and he gets this tiny wisp. <laughs> and it was like, eh, all right. But like, you know, at least they're like, they're not like retconning the ability off the no. bat. You know what I mean? Or not retconning, but like completely putting it away in the vault for like a season or two. Like it shows that he's going to be working into it, which, you know, it, of the pills to swallow, I think that's the easiest one. You know what I mean? Like it's, uh, yeah, it's just weird. The back and forth is what was weird. You know what I mean? Like it feels like we could have done that in like two lines of dialogue, like when it happened. They'd be like, yeah. oh, that was crazy. You can't control it. I should work at that. Yeah. Fucking dumb. But I did think the stuff that worked in the scene was, like, him being awkward. And, like, I like how they changed up 100%. his visual style. Like, you know, that like that did work. And, like, kind of like the back and forth between Midnight and Mountain Lady and him and all that. That shit always works. It, yeah, it's it's good. It's great. Like, you know, like, the I still like the mutter, mutter, mutter at the top of the screen. It's like as if we don't know. <laughs> you know I love it when anime doing. does that. I don't know what you would call that. But I've been seeing it more and more lady. Yeah. Late, lately. Lady. Um... Then the next big thing happens, and that's when the principal uh, calls All Might. Mm. And they announce that the work studies are coming back. Oh, he goes to visit him, and he, it, it's All Might making notes for Midoriya. Yes. Do you think they're setting up All Might's death? No. No? You don't think so? Um, I mean... Because he had, like, that over-the-top save for that woman. It shows that, like, he had some, like, heroly <sighs> spirit in him, like he could do it again. You know... I, I've been th- I have been thinking about this. I mean, uh, so I don't I won't say like a hundred percent no. Yeah, I, I don't feel it right now. I I would say I'll say that like that would be good though. Like that would be welcome. You know, I'm trying to think. You know, that really big confrontation between All Might and One for All or All for One was you know a couple seasons back. Midoriya's grown since then. All Might remains a really good mentor but is like in terms of like the utility and knowledge of the quirk is becoming beginning to become less useful it might be like a really big transformative moment if you kill him for the show and for midoriya because there's that because they're also setting up like shigaraki is back and he's obviously at like this new power level of some sort we don't know again it's vague we've gone through some changes and, and All Might does have a lot of guilt over, like, not knowing about Shigaraki and his relation to his master and all that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and like I said, like, just like him him saving that woman last episode, mm-hmm. and, like, he's, you know, him kind of coming to terms with the fact that there's just so much he doesn't know, and there's not a lot he can, like, you know, like, like you said, like, there's not much more he can help with One for All for Midoriya. You know, so I wonder if, like, he's going to have this moment of like trying to save shigaraki <clears throat> you know and it, it like backfires or you know it's like right you know it could be like obi-wan on the death star right you know, like you know he yeah. dies to give like you know luke the power and you know the i mean yeah i think there's you know what i mean like you could, could give be, him a really good death they would have to right? that would be what, like, it would be unforgivable if they if they just kind of cheap that one out uh yeah i mean you know they've put him in so much danger in the past, and the, the character comes from such like really such a really fun place. Yeah. So yeah, I have to imagine that they would serve him right. Um, but you know, it'd, it'd also be cool to see him not die. But the, the, no, I, yeah, I'm not saying I want him to die. No, I you know what mean, I mean. Like it's, I f- I'm getting like I'm just getting something that's coming up with all my. I don't know what it is. Like my spidey sense. Yeah, 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 he this. needs a little something. Yeah. Um. So then. 
I'm just trying to think. Yeah, he he tells All Might about the work studies, but then we go back to the dorms because it's Christmas. And yeah. heroes in Japan celebrate Christmas, specifically. Yeah, I, love <laughs> I, I love, like, there are a lot of bits in here and, like, gags all over the place. Oh, yeah. Sort of interspersed uh, with that, you know, in the, just this whole thing, like the Bakugo thing. Um, who is it? Is it Pinky trying to get, <laughs> trying to get him to put on, like, appropriate garb? Yeah. They also, this is when they find out about the work studies. Mm-hmm. And everybody's kind of going through like where they're gonna go. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize Midoriya wouldn't go back to Gran Torino. I just sort of assumed he would. Well, I think he he couldn't go back to Gran Torino because he was busy doing like he was working with the police. Like he flat out told Midoriya a season or two ago, like no, like I'm not taking you. Oh right, okay. So that that's why he had to figure it out. And then I think through Mirio, Mirio was like, hey, why don't you like come join night eye or try to get it to night eye i think that's how that went this is also where we have the bakugo thing with genius i was gonna say but i feel like they did set this up earlier about his name they asked him about his name and then he flashes back to best genius so i think maybe that's what i was thinking of when during like the the midnight and mountain lady stuff yeah so um bakugo is you know can't go back there um and then airy shows up Mm -hmm. that was cool I, I'm still waiting for Lemillion to come back with, like, Quirks and all. Like, I just want one day. I don't even need him with Quirks. I just need I just need Muriel. He's so funny. Man, <laughs> I saw, like, a replay of that scene recently of him kicking ass right before he loses his powers. Yeah. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> Look how they mess with my boy. Yeah, one of the greats. Like, um, yeah. Dang, that was so good. Um, no real progress with Aerie, um, you know, other than her horn seems to have grown a little bit. Yeah. I think the obvious theory there is, like, maybe she, like, stores energy, like, how big the horn is, maybe be representative of what she's able to do. Mm-hmm. Because, like, it was bigger, and then she, like, went all out when she fought Overhaul with Midoriya, and then it shrunk, right? Yeah. So maybe there's there's something there, but other than that, there's no real progress as far as she goes. But like they have a pretty funny and wholesome, I might add, get get gag <laughs> of her messing up all the holidays. Yeah, trick or treat. Yeah, she trick or treats. She has painted eggs at one yeah. point. I love I love the gags of like uh, of Froppy and uh, Uraka, uh, like. <laughs> Like Uraka like slides in like away like just hammers to the floor when when that Aerie first shows up and they're all fawning over this cute little kid. It's so yeah. funny. That was pretty good. Yeah. And then they open gifts and there's a musical montage, and then there's credits. And there's credits, and then we get to the juice right at the end. Say, imagine one of us missed the after credit scene. <laughs> what do you mean we get to the juice? I because you know, and you and I were talking about this before we were recording. Like we genuinely thought like we were gonna there's gonna be like you know three four weeks until like the second part yeah. of the season. So I was like, fuck it, let's watch. There's got to be a post scene. Like you know, there's no preview. There's got to be something. And uh, obviously, we'll be back next week there. But um, yeah, this did you see this coming? no um no i like and i don't mean this in a bad way it's just like it's kind of obvious and it's what i wanted you know what i mean like i love those characters i love them together and i was like nah you know we've separated them for so friggin long they're probably all gonna go do their own thing again yeah um what we're 
alluring to is like Shoto shows up in the post credit scene. He's like, hey, if you guys uh, can't figure out placements for your co- your work studies, do you want to come to the number one heroes agency? Yeah, boy. And, and hang out with my dad, Endeavor. <laughs> Fucking badass. So yeah, um, it looks like that's what's going to happen. I also think I saw something about like how this could potentially lead into a movie they've announced. Like, because they've they have set up the is it the world mission or something yeah, like that? Yeah, and it's the three of them on the poster. But I don't know if that's canon. No, I don't know if it's canon either. But my guess is like they're gonna smush a movie in between like some episodes of them hanging out with Endeavor. Does that make sense? Oh, I and like it won't saying. be canon, but like it that's where it would be in the timeline. If that makes sense. I caught a I caught I a synopsis of what that movie's about, and I didn't expect it. I'll tell you that. Um, spoilers, spoiler alert. Tell me what it is. So Midoriya, yeah, spoiler alert, everyone. Midoriya is set up for something and he's on the run. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, at least I'm sure like that'll be like a third of it. And then it's going to, you know, everything's going to be good at the halfway mark. And then they're all together, like stopping the villain, but they've released some villain, um, some screenshots of the villain for the movie and all that too. And it looks pretty interesting. I don't yeah. know. I'm, uh, have you, have you seen any of the, my hero movies? Uh, I started one of them. I think they go, is it they go to China? Yeah. This is the first one. Two Heroes? Yeah, Two Heroes. I saw that one. I fell, I, I fell asleep in the first 30 minutes, but like, it was okay. from what I saw, visually I was like, wow, like, can you imagine if every episode looks like this? I saw the other one. I can't remember what it was called. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I can't. I uh, but also, Jesus, yeah, animation, dude. Crazy, crazy beautiful. If you guys are like just want more action of out of my hero academia and you don't really care about it being canon check those out they're on mm-hmm. netflix i think they're on crunchy too oh are they really i didn't know yeah that. but they're very good like i mean you know from an animations perspective they're really, yeah. they're worth a watch no doubt so so, so back to the, yeah. the endeavor stuff the i'm excited because i think bakugo is going to learn some restraint mm. and i think midoriya is going to learn a little bit of aggression Ooh. That's an you know interesting what I mean? take. Yeah. And because... kind of great for that. It sounds, yeah. you know, and now that you're saying it that way, I feel like, yeah, they could probably both stand to learn. And he's probably a decent mentor if he can keep, you know, we know he's working on that kind of thing right now. Yeah. Just to see the dynamic with him, like these three kids, you know, like they're. Yeah. How's like he going to handle that? Yeah. It's going to be a lot like him trying to. For I've been thinking from the, from the get go, I was like, well, Bakugo clearly needs to become the next Endeavor, and they've kind of set that up how he's going to be the number two to Midoriya's one. Mm-hmm. You know, it's there's the parallels between All Might and Endeavor, and then Midoriya and Bakugo. Yeah. Like it's it's clear as day. You know, so it, this this is kind of like coming to that. You know, but it's uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited. Like you know, like in 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 summation, like you know, we've had some some heavy thoughts on this part of the season but mm-hmm. i'm i'm genuine i'm i think for the first time this season i'm excited for what's to come you know like it was just it, it's not that the season was by the numbers because we haven't really seen this you know we're there's definitely we should put some time aside and kind of talk about this the mm-hmm. season together at a later date um maybe we'll at least when we get a couple episodes into the next arc but you know it's that's the thing about the show even when you're not hot on it like when it hits it's like a you know it's a yeah. shining bright star man like it's there's a reason people love the show there's a reason we love this show you yeah know? it's easy to remember you know anytime they really like put some gasoline on it you know you're like okay i remember this is why yeah. people love this show 
Yeah, I mean, a different uh, kind of approach to a different arc uh, in the beginning of season five, but it it really doesn't take long to remember why you love it. Like the this, you know, the the after credits of this episode. Yeah. You know, everybody that watches this show, like, try and tell me that like if you're a fan of the show, then you're not excited to watch these three characters go to Endeavor and see how that all pans out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? How are these people going to mesh? What kind of shit are they going to get into? Um, I'm excited to see that. And uh, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll be back next week because it looks like there's no break, at least between these two episodes. Um, so we'll we'll see what they do there. Right on. Okay. I think that's pretty much it, eh, Grant? I think so. Okay, guys. Thank you for listening. Um, if you're you know, if you're a first-time listener, you know, check us out on all the social media things. Support us on social media however you like. Do the follow, like, subscribe, etc., etc. And we'll see you next week. Cheers. Bye, guys.